If you or anyone around you are affected by the subjects of today's podcast, you can reach out to get help, advice or support from our charity partners, Women's Aid, at womensaid.org.uk or the Yorkshire-based organisation IDAS at idas.org.uk. You can also find these links and reach out to us directly via our website, takebackthebeat.co.uk or email us at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. That's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. Welcome to Take There you go. Hello. How are you? Well, I know. Today we are crazy, everyone. No, I know what's wrong. But Nat, fill the people in. Tell me about your near-death experience. It's not funny. Another You've one. been to A and E today, so that scared it's a, me. It's a who, isn't it? Um, yeah, on a scale of one to a whole jar of biscoff, I'm fucking flying oh, high today. Oh, she's jumping today. straight in. Okay. I know. Like, um, so I had a lighting rig fall on my head on Saturday, um, which was fun. Mm. Um, before, yeah, before I actually we get into this, just a quick apology. So obviously, we've had uh, two weeks of. Two weeks or one week of no podcast? Two weeks, I think. It's two weeks, yeah. Two yeah. weeks. Um, mainly because both of us have been really busy. And then obviously, um, respect for the royal family. Yeah. Didn't feel appropriate. Um, so we're back. But in the meantime, I had a lighting rig fall on my head. <laughs> Which was, it's cool, caused mild concussion. And I've got a bit of a cut and a bruise on my eye and my temple. Which is really fun. Um... So that happened on Saturday, which was four days ago, uh, and I've had a headache ever since and been a bit loopy. So me mum took me to A&E this morning, and we sat there for four hours. Tell, really tell them who fun. you were sat next to. Oh, God. Yeah. I just messaged him and be like, I might not make it home for the podcast. Um, a guy had cut his finger off and was sat next to me and was oh. talking about it. And it was there was blade, there was so much blood. Like he had this tissue holding his finger and there was just blood. And I was like, I don't I don't need to see it. I don't need to see that. Um Can you say he was like talking about it to everyone just really casually yeah. like so literally did it he in literally, a slicer? Him and another guy who'd also hurt his finger, different humans, different like didn't know each other. <laughs> they just had a little chat about their finger slicing off. Yeah, and then he was like, Yeah, it was just like ham and I was like, oh, I, no. don't, I don't need this in my life. Um, and you're a vegetarian, so that's not what you need to hear, is it? <laughs> I already feel queasy. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, and then like, to be honest, like, I had to do all these tests with the doctor and it was bants. Like, I had to like, it's basically like a, a drunk test. Like I was Ooh. doing was, like walks I had to do and follow it. He's like, he's like, touch my finger and touch your nose. And I was like, okay, like doing that. And then he kept moving his finger and I was like, ah, this is very, really <laughs> I feel like I'm at school. Um <laughs> But yeah, I passed with flag colours that I don't have any kind of like brain injury or anything. And it's just a mild concussion. Okay, and I good. just need to, um, he used this word that I didn't, I didn't know what, what it meant, but it was called rest. Uh, ne- never, sorry, say, l- could you pronounce it again? Rest, I think it's, Is that I think it's spell R-E-S-T. Is, oh, it's, it's just, it starts with an E, yeah? Is, is there a silent E? <laughs> 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 
maybe. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm going to Urban Dictionary, look it up. The Y is silent. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Is it Step Brothers? The Y. Yogging? It's Something like that, anyway. Um, that was off topic. For my Step Brothers fans out there, you'll get yeah, me. Yeah, I got you. I don't Good. know, is it Step Brothers? I think there's a, when they're having their interviews and they say something about the J is silent. I don't know, maybe. Can't remember. It's pronounced Yogging. Remember Step Brothers being like, um, you're like, uh, but your voice is like between Fergie, Fergie and Jesus. And Jesus. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, way off But anyway, she's um, fine. Apart yeah, from I'm she's fine. high on drugs. I am. I've got some lovely drugs um, that I've got to take four times a day. And for those that know me will know that that is just like my worst nightmare. Like I struggle to even take the pill, mate. Like mm. I can't swallow tablets. I hate tablets. I never take paracetamol or ibuprofen. So these tablets like fucking mini rocks. Um but it's all for the good cause. Your mum will have to hide it in your food like we do for the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> when, we give, when we give my dogs like pate so they take their drugs. Yeah, I used to hide it in a cube of cheese for Ellie. Do you? Yeah. But she, oh, she cottoned on to me and she used to like swill it around her mouth. This is actually a true story. She was so smart. She used to swill it around her mouth, eat the cheese and spit the tablet out. Legend. Or keep the tablet in her cheek. I used to have to flip her cheeks up and be like, you little shit, because she knew she'd get more cheese. <laughs> and I'm like, you are clever, but also please take the fucking tablet, man. Like, but please do this. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah she, she'd just spit it out. And I'd be, I'd be like, what did she just do? And I'd look on the kitchen floor and she'd spat a tablet out, but at the cheese. And I was like, wow. Do you know, literally like my mum's dog, Molly, like is really terrified of like fireworks or like storms. Mm. Um, so when it gets to like kind of fireworks season, we give her a little bit of like these drugs we got from the vets that are all safe for dogs, but like kind of mellows them out a little bit. A bit yeah. like Valium, I guess. Love. Valium for dogs. And um, my dog's like, yay, pate during the day. What the fuck? That's great. Whereas like Molly's like, mm, something's something not that. right yeah <laughs> you don't you don't do that during the day and she'll literally like look at you like i don't trust you yeah and we've we've tried to put it in everything and she's like no i know when i get my treats mm-hmm. and that's not now yeah so whereas what? my dog's like oh more can i can i have that one can i have this and you're like oh bless you um so yeah i'm i'm definitely on the mend good um oh but yeah it's just been a bit of a rocky week because kind of like stirs a mental breakdown doesn't it of like mm. going Oh my God, I'm self-employed. So therefore, if I don't get on stage and perform, I'm not going to get paid. Like the woman on the phone, like when I called the ambulance, she was like, you need to go home and rest. I was like, no, 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 I'm at a gig. I've literally meant to be on stage now. And she was like, um, no. And I was like, if I, if I don't get on that stage, I don't get paid. Mm -hmm. I then can't pay my rent. Like, yeah. That's and the reality of that kind of hit me, and I I just sat on my kitchen floor, like if anyone's seen my TikTok, and I just sat there, just cried, and was just like, "What the fuck? Like, this could have been so much worse. Like, yeah. I'm so lucky. Yeah, this could have been horrific. Like, thank God I'm okay. As is the drummer who also got hit in the head with the lights. Like, we're both absolutely fine, but that might not have been the case. And it's just that whole thing of like. I got back up, I did the gig, I got up the next day with a massive black eye and a swollen head and I got and I went and did another gig because I was booked to do that gig. And Which I bollocked you for. You did, yes. So did Aiden, so did my mum. You didn't tell me any of this until <laughs> the day I was flying home. <laughs> Joe, I'm, um, I'm giving her the evils, that's what's <laughs> happening now. You can't see, but we're giving oh. each other the look because she knows she's just, in bother. I know, I, well, I like to be honest, it was just like, oh for fuck's sake why am I doing this and then I was like in the car to the gig and it's one of the things we're going 
What are you doing? Mm. Oh, yeah. Of course you're going to do that. Yeah. So that's, that's me. However, you've had a very much more exciting weekend. I have, but I feel really bad because I was like... You had like the complete opposite of what I experienced. <laughs> I know, and Which I'm is, sorry. No, that's quite like, I know it's not nice, that's the right word, wrong word, but like it's very yin and yang, isn't it? Of like our yeah. industry, like you will have days where you are treated like fucking royalty and oh like God, yeah. the Beyonce's the, that we all are. Yeah, the and the best yeah. experiences like yes. this the past weekend has just been incredible and it has been one yeah. of those times where I've gone oh shit I'm at work like I'm getting paid to be here to do you know something that I love that is my career and it was it was amazing but then I've also had gigs like that where I'm just like why the fuck am I here nobody cares Um, hello like is this thing on like you know yeah because I was saying to you like at my gig like I had people on the dance floor smoking and they burnt me and the other singer like we literally got I cigarette said, burns. I said to you, didn't I? I was like, is it the 90s? Did you go back in time for this gig? Literally, Why the fuck is like, everyone smoking cigarettes? Well, so or inside. Bizarre. So bizarre. But like, it just, I literally, when I got home, I was like, because obviously the weekend before I'd done Reading Pride and I'd supported Nadine Coyle. And yeah. then like a few weeks before that, I'd like yeah. supported Fundamental. And I literally just sat on my floor and was like, oh my fucking God, yeah. this world is so... Oh, it keeps, like, you, keeps you humble. Keeps you humble, oh, yeah. for sure. Keeps you on yeah. your toes. And like, that's the th- like, I've just got back for those, I don't know if I if we even said, I think we're talking like everybody knows, but I just got yeah. back, Um, I got booked for Malta Pride. Yes, you did, so, bitches. Yeah. So I got flown out to Malta on Friday and performed on the main stage on Saturday. Uh, there was like twelve and a half thousand people there. It was in the big square but in Valletta. Did she take any videos and send them? <laughs> no, she did not. Okay, so this was the issue. Um, okay, so on the way there, my flight Livid. got delayed. So I got there at three a.m. when I should have got there a lot sooner. So I was very tired, might I add. Um, so I got there by the time I'd got like showered and come down a little bit and gone. Okay, you're in Malta. Yeah. Like you know. Not stressing, but obviously I hadn't met the organizer yet. That was going to be the following day. He'd arranged a car to pick me up at the airport. So I hadn't met anyone but the driver yet um, because everyone was in bed. So I was like, right, make sure you set an alarm, like, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So, yeah, so by the time we'd got sorted and gone out for, he he took us out for lunch and was basically like, this is how things are going to run. Yeah. But then I was like, I need a nap before this big show. <laughs> like, I'm tired. I didn't get to sleep till like four. Um, oh. So it was like a whole thing. Uh, so I was like, right, I'm going to go have a nap and then we'll sound check like later. Um, so I, by the time I got there and did sound check, by the way, it was, and again, I'm, this is the one thing I will moan about, but it, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. But the humidity is oh. not even real. It was like I've been stood in a shower. Like everyone was the same. Oh. The, the sun, the sun wasn't hot. Like if you get it, it was just the humidity. It was like yeah. thirty-two, and it was just humid. <laughs> and then I was like, the other act I was with was like, um, she does, she's, she'd done a sound check the day before, and it was even hotter. And she was like, I couldn't breathe. Shit. She was like, I had to like sing from somewhere. She was like, I, the, trying to catch my <laughs> breath in this heat outside. Like, it was crazy. But, uh, but no, by the time we'd That's done that, and then all of a sudden the show had started and I was on first, no, not first, but I was on, bef- there was two international singers that came across. So it was me and another girl from Dublin. Um, yeah. So the show opened with like local celebs type thing. Um, and so it was like somebody who'd won Malta, uh, X Factor Malta, uh, Volta Mo- uh, Voice, um, Something like that. Sure. Uh, it was incredible, and so was the girl. And then you had your drag queens on. They'd flown them out. Um, 
but me and the other singer were literally like, I was on, then she was on, then I was on, then she was on. So it was very, <laughs> and it was very, very quick. It was like you were literally yeah. running to and from the stage. So I didn't have time to film her show, and obviously she didn't have time to film mine. But I'm sure there will be. So I'm gonna message the organizer Hunt, and get yes. him to send me some videos. But yeah, and then the next day, the Saturday, I performed um, at a restaurant next to the sea, which was really nice. And they just booked me um, just to do a couple of sets um, after that. we had like a boat trip thing. So these like, um, what are they called? Uh, what did I say to you? Like authentic Malta, but I can't remember the name of them, but like the really yeah. traditional hand-carved boats that are like 30 grand. Um, well, 30, I'll I, have I got seven. talking to the guy, you know what I'm like. I was like, so how much does one of these cost? And he was like... <laughs> how much is the down payment? <laughs> yeah, it was like um, 30,000 euros. I was like, okay. Um, but it's all handcrafted wood. And it's like, uh, obviously, it's like a traditional thing uh, that people obviously like get trips on throughout the day and get a little history yeah. lesson about Malta. Um, but yeah, it was... And then we got back. They did all the bunting stuff and the pride and the trans flag and... Um, we w we went past the cruise ship and all the people were out on the balconies like cheering and stuff and oh, it was really amazing. It was really back. Everyone had like prosecco nibbles and then I did like a set. I got a video of that, so we'll post that. We'll post okay. that on the tape at the beat. Uh, but it was uh, just fine. incredible. One fucking video. It, uh, you know, it was it was like lead with love, obviously, like love is love, and yeah, it was just this incredible experience. They want me back next year, which is awesome. The owner whoop, whoop, of the restaurant whoop, whoop. found me on Facebook and gave me a little private message to say how happy Aww. he was and he was like you, he said we have people here that don't usually dance he said and you had everyone up dancing and he said even when you finished that. that it was like a whole big party so it was just one of the moments where I was like this is why I do, this is I why I do what I do like I just loved it yeah. so met some incredible people incredible experience um great so yeah it was it was it was a good weekend I'm very tired but it's worth it <laughs> the tiredness yes. is worth it which is Great. So no biscuit no, for you then. I'm good. I'm good this week. No. Ah. Oh, so far. What a great time. I, I'll have your. Yeah, biscoff. you can have the biscuit. Although Monday, I feel like we'll both be. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna need fucking shit tons of biscuit on oh, Monday. I know it's sad, isn't it? I even felt weird going out there because it was a, it was a strange one, but then it was like I didn't. I was. I couldn't really cancel, but. Yeah, it's yeah, that whole thing, I, isn't it? I paid respects in my own way, yeah. and like when I got, although when I got to the airport, by the time I got checked in, it was the King's speech, and uh, I put my earphones in and watched it on my phone, which was a bad idea because I oh, cried in public. No, <laughs> and I, I had to pause so it, much. and I was like, "I'll watch that later," because I was like, "Oh my god, Farah, you cannot be like crying in public." Yeah. So I watched it when I got there. Yeah, it, but yeah. by the time. Um, I've at time of recording right now, guys, it is Thursday, the 15th of September. Um, obviously, on uh, last, a week ago today, fuck, we, we lost mm -hmm. um, our glorious queen. Um, and obviously, the funeral is on Monday, the 19th. So this will come out a few days after yeah. the funeral. Um, yeah. yeah, our thoughts with the royal family at this time, it's just fucking heartbreaking. Mm. Like, it is. I don't think it matters how old anyone is. You never want to lose someone that's been a part of your life like exactly it's just so fucking hard isn't it mate like just literally horrific it's a piece of history we've all witnessed a piece of history like this week exactly and you know in our lifetime we'll never see a queen no. again so it's like it's like you said it's very historic yeah. it's gonna it's be just so kings now and it's one of the things isn't it like me and my mm. mom were talking about it and like my nan was a kid and remembered the coronation of 
Queen Elizabeth. Wow. And like, I remember her talking about it and she barely remembered it. And like, that's yeah. my nan's generation. You kind of go, fuck. Like, she, yeah. you kind of just yeah. forget. Someone said it on the news, actually, like you forget that she is mortal and she, she was so mortal and that our time comes, everyone's time comes, mm-hmm. but you, you just didn't yeah. think it ever would. I know, it's yeah. so stupid. It's so hard as, I know, it's so hard as well, isn't it, I think, for the family, because like you said, being royals and celebrities or whatever, to to stand there while oh, cameras are on you and... I don't know how they've done it. I don't know how they do it. I really don't. It can't be good to hold that shit Abs- in, I mean, like, at all. We were all. literally like, if I think about when we lost my nan, like, we lost my nan when I was 16, which is many moons mm-hmm. ago. Um, <laughs> and, like, I can't really talk about her without crying. And yeah. I think if someone had said to me, right, your nan's dead, and in 24 hours you've got to address the nation, you've got to go up and down the country, you've got to be doing this, got nope. to, fuck that. Like, no. when are they going to have time to grieve? Like, it's just, being a royal is, is a, it's a job that you're born into that you never asked for. Yeah. Like, and whatever your thoughts are on the royals and the monarchy and the establishment and whatnot, they fucking serve this country. And, like, they are... That's how I see it. And like yeah. they're they're people at they're the end people. of the day. And like I said, yeah. it's it's hard to see their struggle being played out in front of you. It's so hard to watch yeah. people who are quite clearly in pain but have but to hold it, it in. Yeah, because you know, because there's cameras on yeah. them and people. You know, it was a really it's, it's lovely moment um, yesterday. I was watching um, the Queen's final journey from Buckingham Palace mm-hmm. to Westminster, and like um, as I get in there, all the family are stood like silent watch it like just facing the coffin and obviously they're told very much to stand straight just all this sort of stuff and as they're leaving the church you can see all of them are like just absolutely distraught and like Meghan Markle just like grabs Harry's hand and I was just like oh and you know you just kind of go they're people they like we forget they're people Mm -hmm. they have feelings like imagine seeing your partner in that much pain like oh just yeah it's been a roller coaster it's hard so Monday shall be sponsored by the Queen in memory with Biscoff. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Um, so this week, we don't have a guest. It's just me and thee. Me and me thee, and thee. It is. Um, and we're going to be talking kind of a bit about like, um, well, the whole reason we're doing this is to, if anyone hasn't seen the Woodstock program on Netflix, we Jesus, kind of touched yeah. on this a few weeks ago, I think, and said like, we need to do an episode on it. And yeah, um, it's not just that we're talking in general. It's the whole kind of music festival scene of like things that I guess we never really clicked were not okay, and that's gonna sound really stupid. But for instance, stuff like my gig mm-hmm. on Saturday where the lights fell on my head, a guy also grabbed my ass while I was singing, and I was infuriated, and I was just like, "Fuck off!" Like so angry, and then a part of me went, "Oh God!" Anyway. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. there should never be That's a moment okay. that we go, oh, okay, anyway. Or like, how many times? Like, I've told people, oh, yeah, a guy grabbed my ass. And they go, oh, God, yeah, that's happened to me. Oh, yeah, all the time. And you go, oh, yeah. on. That's not okay. And I think no. back to festivals, being in music mm-hmm. venues, being in stuff where you've been accidentally grabbed, mm, accidentally or whatever. And, and then we watch this Woodstock program, and it's very highlighted, the kind of sexual abuse that happens. Yeah. Um, if you haven't watched it, please do watch it. Uh, it's called, is it called tr- Trainwreck? No. Tra- yeah, yeah. Trainwreck, Woodstock. 99. Because um, there was another one, which I didn't realise either. Mm. So I didn't know that there was two anyway. Which there was is three. Very there, un- was, 
educated yeah, there was three. of us. There was three, yeah. yeah. So I knew 62. until no, I sixty nine. Um no. Yeah, sixty nine obviously was like the peace and love one. Yeah. Um and then there was ninety four. Yes, that sounds about right. There was a su- successful I say successful lightly and I'm doing it in air yeah. quotes. Um because I think it was as much as it wasn't as much as a train wreck as we know. Yeah. But they didn't te- they didn't kinda talk about it much. They they brief all they said was that they lost money on it. Yeah, because, because the walls the came fencing down. came down. And so all the half the people had paid, but then you know the perimeters started to kind of crumble, and people were like breaking in through the fences. Yeah. And you, there's just like a sea of people getting in for free and partying. Yes, they lost so money doing it. Again, it was a disaster, and I'm sure there's some stories from yeah. that, but they weren't bothered about that one. No, that one was. Um, so big when one. they tried to bring it back, they did it in like an airbase. It was an old airbase. Yeah. It was like concreted in and. There was a hospital and things like that because they thought that would kind of work out better, um, and it fucking didn't. It, it absolutely did. Like it was mayhem. It was like, have you ever seen that program? It, I think it's called The Tribe. It's like end of the world type no, thing. Like there's riots, <laughs> there's fires, there's like tribes forming. It l- literally looks like a scene from that. Yeah, it's it's literally just. Like they, they call it like mob mentality. And the problem is like yeah. how the company of Woodstock treat people is shocking. Like the the expense of water alone was disgusting. Yeah. And it was a really hot weekend. People ended up getting dehydration. People were like, there was so many sunstrokes. There was ambulances like constantly there. And yet... But it, they also say that, and this is the thing that pisses me off. Sorry no, to no, interrupt you, it. but... When they were talking about money and that they lost money on the first one, so that yeah. so the two things that they cut back on <laughs> was security yeah. and what was it? What else was it? Was it was it like um like paramedics, paramedics. and like pro- yeah. professional cr- like crew for security and paramedics and everything? Yeah, all the security were just and volunteers that they just found. They were volunteers. They were called the Peace Patrol. Yeah. They just had a fucking yellow T-shirt on. Yeah. And just walked around. And they didn't. They didn't um, and there's an interview where somebody's like, "So guys, what do you? Do, what are you here for?" And there's like, "I'm not even gonna say the p word because I hate the p word." Um, oh yeah, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> we'll say yeah. cats. <laughs> you know, we're here cat. for cats. Cats, drugs, and fucking. And I'm like, "Oh, cool, peace great. patrol. You, yeah. you guys have really know what you're doing there, don't you? Yeah, it's it gonna was... be great. I feel protected because yeah, you're supposed like... to be someone that if I was a woman there and f- didn't feel safe, I'm you. supposed to come to you. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that, that was that the really whole thing of just like the security was so bad and like it was this mob mentality of just like fuck you to the man kind of thing, mm-hmm. but take it out on each other like. Um, so much shit happened. It was so dangerous. It was so bad. But the main things that they kind of brought up was girls would, um, oh my God, what's it called? Crowd surf. Girls would crowd yeah. surf and guys would be undoing their trousers, grabbing their boobs. And mm. a comment was made by one of the producers of Woodstock. And he, I don't know if this is the last episode. So I don't know if you've seen, if your face, how your face is going to react to this. As yeah, I'm one, I'm one episode off because I've been really busy, aren't I? So I yeah. haven't had a chance to watch the last um, one yet. But he Nat's literally says, like, oh, if um, if the women have got their tops off, like, oh no, that's second episode. To do, yeah. yeah. And he says because they brought up the whole a lot of rape cases come up, mm. and a lot of people um come forward and said this happened to me at Woodstock and he literally said he's like it's the population of a small village 
So if you think about the crime and rape that happens in a small village, this is actually <laughs> really well done. And we were like, like literally, I was watching it with Aiden. I was like, no, 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 there should be no rape. Like, it should be a yeah. Safe... How about we just don't rape? How about yeah? we just let women be who they want to be? Because I'm sorry, if a guy's walk around with his shirt off, no one's grabbing his nipples, are they? No, no. Like, it's so infuriating. And I watched it, and literally about a week before this, I just booked tickets to Reading Festival. Okay. Um, off on a whim, because the 1975 mm-hmm. are playing, and if you know me, you know that I am obsessed. <laughs> they are literally my religion. Uh, Matt Heal is just, oh, hello. Um, <laughs> anyway, and... So me and Aiden had brought tickets because he had a day off. So we were like, let's go. And I saw Woodstock and instantly was like, oh my God, yeah. Like I went to Reading Festival as a kid because obviously I'm from Reading. So we always used to go. And I remember always feeling a little bit on edge and not really knowing mm-hmm. why. And you'd see things that you don't want to fucking see. And it's it doesn't feel very, I mean, it's Reading Rock Festival. So it's not really a peace and love festival anyway. But it, yeah. It also shouldn't be a sexual assault place. And I, I kind of expressed this to Aiden and said, I am a bit dubious, like big crowds, like obviously I have PTSD and la la la. And he was like, at any point, you feel unsafe or you feel like too many people, we just go to the other end of the field or we just go yeah. for food or we leave. And I was like, right. So I kind of had that in my head. Babe, we got there. There was signs everywhere. The big screens when they weren't having acts would play big posters that say like abuse stops now and like sexual assault isn't doesn't need to ever exist and mm-hmm. all these incredible things and then um is it run the jewels is that what they were called i'm gonna just oh is this the duo you were talking about yeah um so basically there were these two guys and they were so yeah run the jewels what they're called um they were really cool I, i'd never really heard of them um but we watched them they're on the main stage and they literally like stopped the music and they were like women do you feel safe are you safe here and they did this whole speech of like if you didn't come with her if you don't know her if she said no leave her the fuck alone and mm. everyone was just like yes like yeah whoa and then they were like if women want to crowd surf crowd surf keep your hands off her and it was just so like you know when you go, I felt heard. Like, yeah. it was those moments that I go, I feel safe. Yeah. Even even though, like, obviously, I don't know what happened to home closed doors and it's only, like, one or two people doing something. But you go, oh, my God, you, you've listened. You've listened. Yeah. You've done something on that stage. And then yeah. I went and watched Halsley. And I think I spoke about this the other week on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you did. She did this whole thing about women. And I was just like, oh, yeah. And I now understand that whole thing of, like, when leaders or people mm-hmm. of power put something out, even if you're like, you don't know who I am, you don't know what I've been through, but I feel yeah. heard. And yeah. it was a really, really lovely feeling. I mentioned it from when I went to uh, Leeds Fest. Yes. In 2019 yeah. and Frank Carter and, and the Rattlesnakes, shout out to them because I fucking love them. They're great. Yeah. Um, and that's an all male rock band. Yeah. And instantly it was like, let's all like band together right now and I'm going to say I will stop the show if what I'm about to say doesn't happen. He was like, keep the women safe. He was like, let them crowd surf. He said, because I know a lot of women won't crowd surf yeah. because they feel like they're going to get groped. They don't feel safe. Um, they won't go in the mosh pit, blah, blah, blah. He was like, so this next song is all for you, all for the mm. women. He was like, you better all fucking look after them because if I hear or see anything, he was like, I will stop the show. <laughs> he was like, so ladies... He was like, get up. If you want to crowd surf, do it. Mosh pit, it's your time. Go. 
and it was the most and i wasn't obviously i was with the rest of my family so we were kind of like halfway down we weren't near like the mosh pit or anything like that um not that that's quite my scene (laughs) but um (laughs) yeah hold my gucci sunglasses please people while i just (laughs) gucci primani thank you Um, yeah but yeah it was just even in that moment I felt heard and I was like oh my god if I wanted to go through there right now on my own and leave everyone and be like see in a minute I felt like I really could um and everyone were cheering there were no men going oh fucking hell oh here we go they were all just like whoa and like you could see all the women and it was I I probably got a picture somewhere I'll try and find it either that or I kind of was just in the moment and I just remember seeing only women crowd surfing and it was incredible it was absolutely incredible but that is um so it is happening like you know it it, people are listening but it I'm glad he did that but it shouldn't take that shouldn't have to it shouldn't take him to to basically talk to you all like you fucking children and be like right everyone I will stop this show if you touch any women that shouldn't be the case I mean thank you but fuck me yeah. <laughs> like, but it is such a like i think like watching that woodstock program like i being like a child of like rock like that was my mm-hmm. childhood growing up i was i was the slipknot slayer girl like but for my valentine front row fucking center mate but <laughs> i always had woodstock in my head of what you've heard about it was like this festival of love of peace of just like amazingness mm-hmm. and then watching that i was like that's that's tainted it and the yeah. fact the guy that runs Woodstock I mean he has actually passed away now so it is quite I feel I'm not gonna talk bad of the, the dead but he didn't really give a shit no like it, it was more like no, he cared about money he, all they needed they needed to make the money back mm-hmm. and we spoke about this briefly before we came on the, the podcast but Cheryl Cole Cheryl Cole <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the drugs are kicking in. As the tablets kick in. The drugs are kicking in. Cheryl Cole was not, I'm just going to clarify for everyone, was not not at Woodfest in 19... Woodfest. Woodfest. What? Oh, my God. Have I had drugs? (laughs) I'm rubbing off on you. No, so, Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Was not at Woodstock. Stock. But Cheryl Crow. Crow was. Was. So, yeah, Cheryl Crow performed at this uh, mm-hmm. 99 Woodstock. And she's she's not, like, massive hardcore rock at all. And, like, people were screaming, like, show us your tits and stuff. And she like was midway through midway a song. Midway through a set. And yeah. she stops and she's like, addresses it and then, like, moves on. And she's like, you could tell she's fucking uncomfortable. But people boo her. People boo her. Like, yeah. Because she goes, I think she says something, like, basically quite polite. Because if that were me, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um... But she's very much like you, you. What did she say? Something like you've not paid me enough. Yeah, she's like, I don't, I don't get show. paid enough for that. I don't yeah. get paid enough for that. And yeah. the drummer and all the bands like woo. But then you hear people like we boo because she won't get her tits out. And I'm it's like, actually like, uh, what? Do you, stop! Like you don't own that person's body. To but also, uh, can you imagine going to a concert and being like <laughs> Harry Styles? Get your dick out! Like what? <laughs> No. Imagine, sorry. Oh, fuck's <laughs> sake. No. Fucking no, mate. Wouldn't happen. But but it just, it yeah. became a riot. And then I blame, what was his name? Limbiscuit. Fred I Durst. blame him. He got everyone going. I don't really, by the way. I'll take that back. But <laughs> when um, you get sued. He gave the big speech of like, take all that energy and just build it up and let it go oh. now. And then all of a sudden, all this fucking crazy energy that they'd all had all weekend 
went just ballistic. went mental and it, that's when the riots really started and like the people yeah. in the sound desk were like Fuck. the the um everything that, that that they were kind of caged in yeah all the pillars were like shaking and they they show radio bits of like we need backup like come and get us and they they just had to leave because they were just getting there was just riots it was crazy it's so mad and it's literally like like you said like it's not like Fred Durst like because there's a statement no, that made it's about not, it it's not but she's, she is only joking um but it's that whole thing of like when you're booking huge bands that are mm. rock based like teenage angst anger bands yeah for a peace and love festival. And then you treat the audience like fucking shit and they yeah. do turn mob mentality on you. And there was a lot of drugs, mm. a lot of alcohol, a lot of shit going down. That literally was a spark that just lit those yeah. fucking flames. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it just really, it made me feel really uncomfortable to watch because I, and same with you, we love music. Music is our life, our passion, literally mm-hmm. The amount of times I'm like, I'm fucking done, I'm quitting. And then I'll be like, no, really, I like you too much. <laughs> like, it's a toxic relationship with music. But when I think about, like, my happiness, it's at festivals, it's at performance, it's at gigs. Like, yeah. oh, like, I remember during COVID being like, what if I never get to stand in a sweaty field again, full of, like, people just loving the music mm-hmm. and, like, those moments. And that watching that Woodstock program you're like oh as a woman that's Mm -hmm. another thing I'm terrified to do yeah and it's like what the fuck like I must admit like I was I I never stayed over at Leeds Fest I went Mm. just for the day uh, a night with my dad and my family but yeah there it felt safe it felt organized um the only i i've been to the other when i went to fake fest i think i mentioned it the other week for my dad's 60th uh and we all went there and i i completely understand the capacity of people is nowhere near the same amount there was five thousand people at fake fest but there's still five thousand people and i stayed over in a tent you know i was up through the night having to walk to toilets with a torch and I felt so safe because Great. every night there'd be like a fire engine that they'd hi- that they'd hired all the services that you needed that just kind of um, went around the parks or, or the Love campsite, that. sorry, and just made sure that nobody was left the fire. Well, you weren't allowed fires, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just weren't doing sure anything. Yeah. Just making sure everyone was safe. It was clean. There was shower. Like it was this whole safe feeling um and not once did I feel like oh or do you know what I mean even yeah. when I was we, when we were in the mosh pit or whatever there was no if you yeah. did bump someone you'd be like oh I'm sorry do you know <laughs> what I mean there was no grabbing of any yeah. kind um it was all just a very nice atmosphere where people enjoyed the music there was no fighting there was no violence yeah. there was no gawping or anything like that so you know it Again, I know there was only 5,000 people there, but you just, like, what kind of people went there? Do you know, and you're just like, That's, how did yeah. that many people just, like, lose their shit? And, and I know it's it drugs like, as well, but fuck. Yeah, but uh, this is me going to sound a little bit, like, dickish here, but I just go, why is it we're hearing about rape and sexual harassment? Like, it's it's literally like, ah, I'm annoyed, anger, I'm pissed off. Where's the women? Mm. Like... It's yeah. It's just that whole thing of like fuck's sake, like yeah. just 
so it's that whole thing as well people being like well how short was her skirt or well she was wearing this fuck off if a woman wants to walk down the road with like fucking nipple tassels a dildo shoved up her ass whatever she (laughs) fucking wants does not give anyone the right to touch or molest her like it's it's true you gave me such a weird image in my head then i was like why did i go like why but sure like live your life she wants that yeah that's cool like that does not give anyone the right to touch her no and that that's the bit that got me um and it, it actually made my stomach turn a little bit um you've told me about what happens in the last episode which i will watch um tomorrow but there's a scene it might be in the first episode yeah where a cameraman's filming and he's basically just like telling these guys he's like because they've all created this circle around this one woman <gasps> oh my god yeah and they've like made her get a, take a bikini top off and they're all, you can hear them all like but they've got so in on her and closed in on her that even a, the guy's like give her some room like you're scaring yeah. her because yeah. they all kind of went in and it's like fucking vultures i'm like what was in the air what was happening yeah. that, like there's honestly about nine men stood around her but they've all like enclosed on her yeah. She's got a bikini top halfway off because like, you can tell she doesn't want to, but they're all telling her to do it. Yeah, they're like, and it's just—it's an point, awful scene. Yeah, it's yeah. Fair play to that fucking camera and stepping in and being like, "Hey, back up, back up!" And like, yeah, it's that—it's that weird. Like, I don't like this terminology, and I apologize in advance for me using it, but you'll know what I mean. Like the lad mentality of like, "Get your tits yeah. out, lads, like, lads, lads. Yeah. show us your gash," like all that sort of shit. <laughs> I haven't heard that word. Have oh, sorry. <laughs> Good old reading lass here. Um, <laughs> You'd expect that from me, but not from you. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it's that whole thing, isn't it? And like that's what this that moment is. The guy's like, way, mm. and she's like trying to laugh it off, and it's that awkward laugh that so many of us recognise when yeah, because you, she's intimidated. Yeah, like I was actually having a conversation with a friend about this a few days ago about something else of like when a guy says something quite pervy but in a jokey way, and there's that awkward laugh that is mm. pure. Please fuck off and leave me alone because you're terrifying me. But I don't want to offend you because you, I don't know what you might do. Because that also scares <laughs> me, yeah. yeah. And it's that laugh that she does in that moment mm-hmm. that I literally was like, I feel, I feel your your. Like, I feel the pain, yeah. There of like, ha just, ha, just like, hey, this is so funny, yeah. Okay, here's my boob, okay, bye. Yeah, hey, there's nine of you, shit. And I, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was in the middle of fucking day, everyone around. And also, like, Aiden made a point. These people are being filmed and they know mm. they're being filmed. Like, what, what is this? Like, this is what uh, I mean. It's just, yeah. How was there that many people just in that frame of mind? That's what scares me. Like, did yeah, you it's just terrifying. pick the, you know, the most evil people in the world to get together and just be like, woo, rape and sexual assault. Let's go. Like, what the fuck happened? It, it was like, we watched it and I was like, it feels like it was a social experiment of mm. like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to, spoiler alert, everyone, if you haven't watched it and you want to watch it and you don't want me to ruin it, skip forward like 45 seconds. Um, You can do that on Spotify. Um, But there's this moment in the last episode where like a car is going through the crowd and everyone's like, what the hell is happening? And it's going really slowly, but it's going through the crowd and all the security like, fuck, we need to like stop this, stop this, stop this. Like the actual security people who are paid to be there. And they're like, run in to try and see what the fuck's going on. Stop the car. The car stops. They open the back of the car. And there's a random guy in there pulling his pants up. And a girl, naked, passed out. 
Mm. And like the guy who talks about it, he's just like, uh, he was like, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And it's like that thing of a girl was being raped while everyone was around, enjoying the music, living their best life. Do and you're like, what the fuck? Like, how, how, how does someone's brain go? Do you know what would be a really good idea? I'm gonna get my kicks out of that. I'm gonna like. Oh, a peace and love festival. It's just really, it's really upsetting that, and I think I keep saying it as if music's a person, but like for me, music festivals, these are the things we love so much and yet they're being tainted. It, it's that whole thing, isn't it? Of just like, uh, where, when will it be safe for us to do whatever the fuck we want to do? I know it's hard again, isn't it? Because it's this time of year as well. Like the night's drawing in and it's like, do I go for a walk? What time will the sun go down? Like it's it's that whole thing. Or can I go for a run? Or, Ugh. you know, even the the other night I was, I got home from the gym and I was just like walking through the car park. It was one of the last classes. So I think I finished at like nine and there was like me and a guy who'd walked out of the gym at the same time yeah. walking to our cars and I'd the only space that I had because I go for two two hours so the, the when I get there usually it's quite busy so I just park wherever but this time there was obviously only one space at the back yeah. so I had to walk all the way to the other side of the the car park and I'd done the whole thought ahead and I parked under a lamp so that I knew that when I come out <laughs> like, there'd be a street lamp there so I could but I was the whole time I was just like even though I know the guy had just come out of the gym, we were kind of walking side by side for a minute and I was like, I don't like this. Like, I've got to walk further than you. And and it was just, it was horrible. And that's the first time I was like, oh, it's late now. Like, the the sun's gone. But he wouldn't have even thought that. He'd have probably been like, oh, that was a good workout. Oh, okay. Oh, there's a girl next to me. Cool, great. La, la, la. What am I going to have for dinner? Yeah. La, 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 la. Absolutely. But Whereas we go, please don't rape and kill me. I was like, I'm just going to keep walking. And <laughs> like my brain was like, well, people saw him walk out with me. Like, And again, it, it might sound dramatic to some people listening, but when yeah. you've seen things or things have happened to you, it does. It, these things happen. Um, and it's awful. And it's scary. And, you know, yeah. the fact that I did, when I, I got there, it was, you know, it was light still. And my brain was like, oh, there were yeah. there were probably a couple of spaces, but they were right at the back of the car park. And, but I was like, right, find a lamp though, find you know, a street lamp, street light, so that I can park Go underneath it because I know that when I come out, it's going to be pitch black. Literally, what you're saying is like things I've not even considered in my brain of me going like. So my I do aerial hoop, mm-hmm. and my hoop class is at eight pm, and I have ran like not even co- like subconsciously gone all right, you're going to have to drive now to those rather than get in the tube and then walk. And I've, isn't that funny? Like, literally, I've not even, I haven't even considered that mm-hmm. being a thought, but that's just the yeah. thought I've had already. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And like, I've got a meeting uh, next week and I'm like, oh, that will finish at this time and I can get the tube to hoop. Oh, but then it, I won't have my car because I've got the tube and oh, okay, I won't go. And you're just like, no, no, these aren't even thoughts. I should be having. That you should have, yeah. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? I it's know. just, yeah, it's a whole other thing. And like, one thing I'm, I, I don't know, we, we harp on about it, but women's safety, like I will keep fucking screaming about it until we do feel safe enough mm-hmm. to go for a fucking walk yeah. <laughs> at 9pm. Mm-hmm. Um, however, um, 
Queen Consult Camilla is um, <coughs> an activist for women's rights. She is. And she made a statement that said, she said, I think it was a couple of months ago, she was like, when it happens and when I become Queen Consult, she was like, I will still be continuing my work because this is not a subject can, that can be left. And I was like, no, amazing, good. Let's get her on the podcast. <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> literally, <laughs> babe, I don't, I don't think you're busy. I'm not, I'm not sure. Could you fit us in? 45 minutes. It's remote. It's done remote on Zoom. You'll be fine. I imagine. <laughs> well, that was a, a random little podcast on uh, women's safety in music. Um, we've had some very much personal experiences with this. And we want to come on and talk to you guys about it. And for any musicians out there who are women and men and anyone, um, we hope you feel safe. And please, mm-hmm. like, if you don't feel safe, please speak out. Please talk to someone. If you're an artist, if you're an audience member, whoever you are, please reach yeah. out. Don't let the little things slip. Yeah. And also, uh, we want to say thank you as well. We will get back around to messaging you all. So all the emails and messages that we get direct um, of people just supporting the podcast and supporting, you know, Take Back the Beat in general. Um, and for all the recommendations of, like, podcast ideas and things like that. So even if, you know, you don't want to come on and share your story with us just yet, um please like give us recommendations to watch things or to yeah. read things um, so that we can discuss any topic on here. So thank you so much, by the way, to everyone who's messaged us and got in contact because we really do appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And on that note, uh, Farah's going to a gig and I'm going to go lie down with my drugs. Yeah, you go take a nap. I'm going to do a two-hour drive. <laughs> the dream. <laughs> oh, I love our lives. Do you have a win of the week? That mine was just Malta. Very, very happy. Yeah. Very, very blessed. Had a very blessed moment where I was like, We'll give Malta. Malta. Hard work pays okay. off. Yeah. Peace out, guys. Love you all. Love you. I'm Bye. Concussed. We do apologise if anyone was triggered by any of the dialogue we used today. We are still learning and we are only just beginning to talk about our own experiences. We're aware that trigger warnings are completely different for everybody, so please bear with us. We love you all. We also want to hear your experiences. If there's anything you'd like to share with us, any stories, anything you are happy to discuss on this podcast, you can stay anonymous if you would like. Please send us an email at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. That's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media at Take Back the Beat. Thanks, guys. We love you all.